Before we start the episode, I want to explain to you that this episode will be without music, and that is because of licensing issues. Legal? Legal licensing issues. Songs cost money, typically, and to be able to play these songs during interviews or introductions of bands, it would cost a lot of money legally. And we like to see our artists get paid on top of it, even if it's pennies. They're still getting paid. Parts of pennies. Parts of pennies, for sure. So, if you want to hear this episode in full with all the songs involved, legally, go to your Spotify app, and you can find This Week in Seattle Rock on the Spotify app and hear this episode in its entirety. Or, if you just want to hear our pretty voices, you can go ahead and listen to that, too. Hi. Hi. (laughs) With all that being said, we appreciate you tuning in and listening, and hope you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to This Week in Seattle Rock, proudly coming to you from the Flying Fish Studio overlooking the iconic Pike Place Market on a beautiful summer day in Seattle. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm your host, Christopher Walken, and joining me as always are my co-hosts, two of the friendliest, generous, and supportive people in the Seattle Rock community, it's Marcy Rocks. Yay, that's me! And Chuck. Justin Sider. Merry Christmas. yippee Kaye. On this episode, we're going to play five recently released rock songs for you, all originating from Washington State, which includes one, one lone artist making their This Week in Seattle rock debut. We encourage you to invest in your Washington State rock scene by purchasing show tickets, do the noble thing, and refuse to be on the guest list. Visit the show merch table and purchase artists' CDs, T-shirts, and the unique memorabilia. Above all, we want you to please be smart and please be safe when you're out supporting your live local rock scene. Wear a condom. Please be smart. Don't trust that fart. There you go, because you don't want to drop a turd on the floor. Whoop! That was slipped. On the lid. That was slipped. <laughs> no lid shitting. <laughs> Tinfoil Top Hat told This Week in Seattle Rock our newest EP, Complicated Allies, explores superstitions and myths from imps that cause diseases to angels and demons, parallel worlds, even the myth of American exceptionalism. It is their third studio album and their first release since the addition of the amazing Amber Ray on vocals. This is Ten Foil Top Hat out of Seattle making their This Week in Seattle Rock debut and their song Rubble Man. Out of Seattle, that was Tin Foil Top Hat with their debut on This Week in Seattle Rock. The song was called Rubble Man off their Complicated Allies. It's a four-song EP that they released June 22nd. Thank you for tuning in to This Week in Seattle Rock, where we do our best to help expose the rock of Washington State to the world. On this week on Seattle... Nope. I was swallowing. <clears throat> on I this- think you were into swallowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Salty. <laughs> on This Week in Seattle Rock, it's less about us and more about our artists and their music. 
We ask that you please like our Facebook page, join our Facebook group, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and most importantly, please smash that follow or subscribe button so you don't miss an episode of This Week in Seattle Rock. All the cool kids are doing it. You know. You can hear complete episodes of This Week in Seattle Rock on Spotify, where we are allowed to mine the music gold within the Spotify catalog and legally play songs in their entirety. Every song you listen to on This Week in Seattle Rock counts as a Spotify spin for your local rock artists. Additionally, abridged podcast episodes without the music can be heard on all other podcast providers. If you want to contact the podcast, please direct message us on our This Week in Seattle Rock social media pages, or you can text us at 253-632-0254. And what does that spell? Well, if I read the numbers right, it reads 253-632-0254. You put a lot of thought into that. You know, more than none. <laughs> more than none is that's that's a that's appropriate and true and real. And boy, am I tired from it. My brain, my two brain cells are just like rubbing together. They're on fire. Staticky. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They're shocking each other. Yep. <laughs> so what are we doing in this hot weather? Sweating. That's Being what I'm doing. Air conditioner. Guy, I walked over here from the goddamn parking garage and just. I mean, I'm a sweater anyways. But I've been in an air conditioned house all day. I leave the house to come to the studio, get to the garage, get out of my car, and I just instantly just whoosh. <laughs> I turn into Frosty the Snowman. Yeah. <laughs> then I had to walk up a little ramp, and then it's like, uh, across the street. I mean, it wasn't far. Still. But God, by the time I got to Justin, let me in the building, <laughs> I am just drenched. It was so, so, I don't know, last time I've had like a sweat necklace. <laughs> <laughs> You had, you had a serious one going Yeah, because even in my truck at work, air conditioned in the truck, I'll get out for a couple minutes, come back in. Oh, yeah, it feels good. Ah, you feel a little damp maybe if you're moving some stuff, but not ah, just gross. I probably got a ring. Yeah, maybe. Let's see. Is it salty? I can see it's down there. I Sal- put a fan on it's you. It's way down there. <laughs> Shirt's a little salty. <laughs> uh, Are you sure it's from sweat? <laughs> I hope so. I haven't seen anybody lately. <laughs> When's the last time I washed his shirt? Mm. <laughs> So why don't we go on to song number two of the episode. With a career that not only spans, but has charted the course of multiple genres, Queensryche remains a force in their own right. Digital Noise Alliance, Queensryche's 16th studio album, which will be out October 7th, continues the ever-evolving legacy the Bellevue-born band began in 1982 when they first took hold of the flame with their hugely received self-titled four-song EP. Their recent U.S. tour with Judas Priest proved that the band's time off the road and in the studio only stoked their ambition and fire. As stated, it's Queensryche out of Bellevue. This single, released June 23rd, it is in extremis. Once again, teaming up with producer Zeus, who's also produced Rob Zombie and Hatebreed, Digital Noise Alliance not only refracts Queensryche's past accomplishments, but also pushes into the band's future. It is the band effortlessly moving from strength to strength, immediate and thought-provoking, quintessentially Queensryche. Get a first taste of Digital Noise Alliance with the single Extremist that you just heard. It's out on all digital platforms as well as by watching the video, which is on YouTube, which is something Queensryche has been pretty good about doing. About In Extremist, Queensryche told This Week in Seattle Rock, This song is about being on your deathbed surrounded by your loved ones clinging to the last sense available, letting them know that you will still be hearing them after your correspondence or perceived consciousness is visible. 
Other conceptual metaphors flash in and out, taking note of a world that will not bend to accommodate such suffering, a universe of mockery and void of such abilities. Right after the release of Digital Noise Alliance, the band will embark on another tour opening for the mighty Judas Priest on their 50 Heavy Metal Years Tour. This leg encompasses 29 dates in 21 states in 48 days. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so who's going to go see uh, Queensryche on September 4th at the KISW Pain in the Grass at the White River Amphitheater in Auburn? You. Me. Yep. Let's celebrate Labor Day weekend together. Get your tickets and more info at odyssey.com, A-U-D-A-C-Y.com. That's Queensryche. They really gave us a little... Yeah. Who did that? How kind. I don't know. You just reached out and that's what you got? Yes. We'll take it. Take it. Something new. We're trying to reach out and see if they want to respond and tell us something. How about them apples? I like apples. Uh, apples. I don't really. You can put peanut Cosmic on, crisp. You can put peanut butter on apples. Oh, I like those kind of apples. <laughs> How about them apples? The ones with peanut butter? Yes. At this time, we'd like to promote our unofficial official sponsor of This Week in Seattle Rock. How weird. I know. I weird. was just thinking that. <laughs> <Diablo's>, <laughs> Diablo Guitars is a shop owned and operated by guitarists for guitarists. From hard to find used and vintage instruments and amps to the modern, modified, and rare, Diablo Guitars' goal is to find you the gear you've been dreaming of. Founder Parker Lundgren, who has spent years developing sources and relationships in the music industry with collectors, touring artists, and techs, guitar shops, and vendors all around the world. Parker's passion for rare instruments is clearly expressed in Diablo's remarkably diverse and ever-growing selection. The hand-picked crew at Diablo's Guitar is staffed by like-minded, talented, and artistic individuals who share the same vision and passion. Utmost pride and care is evident in Diablo's work of restoring, repairing, and modifying their inventory that is ever-changing and always exciting. Diablo's commitment to the integrity of their listings is clearly visible in the meticulous specification checklist, which is provided for every single Diablo piece listed, whether it be new or it be used. The goal at Diablo's Guitars has always been to provide all the answers to any questions before they can be asked. The Diablo team always sets out to photograph and document each item as honestly and as thoroughly as possible, giving you the best visual representation possible for a web-based purchase. Knowledge, passion, and honesty creates the integrity found at Diablo Guitars. Located in downtown Seattle, check out the inventory They're at Diablo. They're in Renton. Oh, yes. Located in downtown Renton. <laughs> Located in downtown Renton. Uh, can, can't you tell I'm a professional? <laughs> no. Do you get paid for this? No. Located in downtown Renton, check out the inventory at DiabloGuitars.com and call to set up an appointment to meet the experts at 1-833-342-2567. Now, he's a professional. That's got to spell something cool. Well, funny you should say that. It spells 833-Diablos. Knew it. At Diablos Guitars, you're going to get one hell of a guitar. Diablo Guitars, the unofficial official sponsor of this week in seattle rock hey that guy that owns it that parker guy what band was he in recently uh, for, for a, a while long time? kitty junk no no, no. queen's right maybe 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 <laughs> yes he was krista garmo's replacement yep that's some big shoes to fill and he did that yep <clears throat> no controversy throughout the fans and all that guy. i saw him at the show the box fans. yeah fuck Ooh. the fans <laughs> Saw what? I saw them at the showbox oh, many, really? many, many years ago. That He's was a nice young man. The first time I met Parker. <laughs> I saw Queens Rock at Skate King. Skate King? In Bellevue. And how old were you? My age. So Jeff Tate was there. <laughs> I knew, yeah, I knew I took the bus. 
There was only two stops. <laughs> it's, it's like two <laughs> here or, and there. It was like two or three buses. I think it was. T- Shit, I remember walking quite a ways too. Oh, that was so long ago. I'm what old. year do you think? Oh man, I don't even know. Eighties, mid eighties. Oh, it was mid eight. It was. It was early. I had found their EP at the King County Library. Oh my goodness! I checked it out, and I still have it. <laughs> that was you. That's a relic. It is a relic, and it's a record. Not it, a it was middle. Cassette. It was middle school. God, so, you were that kid. Yeah, that's awesome. I had trusting parents that I wouldn't do anything stupid, but I still didn't tell them a lot of the shit I didn't do. I did or. A lot of stuff I did and didn't do, didn't get in trouble for. I terrified my mother once I became an adult, the and diff- I told her some of the things I did. She was just like, <laughs> "Yeah, my mom doesn't need to know." It's a different world now. Yes, I mean, yeah. it's, even for me compared to my age. I mean, our parents comparing what they were able to do versus what I was able to do versus what my kids are able to do versus what their kids will be allow- allowed to do. I guess right uh, without getting shot at. <laughs> yeah yeah it is a whole different world for sure yeah yeah i still have that ep is it's in storage it's in i, I think i know what milk crate it's in <laughs> was it the one in the old studio no no it wasn't in there no so <laughs> I, that's where i got that album or that ep and i got rush's Twenty One Twelve. that never went back to king county library system either so when was the last time you were legally able to check anything out from the King County Library? Now, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> they have since redone their system two or three times. Probably more than that, honestly. Yeah. I remember getting a card with this big metal clip in it. You'd run it through that credit card machine to check out books oh and shit. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, it had an imprinted number on that metal clunky thing that was clipped in there. Isn't the Renton Library, doesn't it have the big raven and the french fries out in front of it? That's Auburn. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. down oh, Auburn. That, yeah, that's down my Auburn bad. where the uh, that drive-in used to be. Yep. The oh, Renton one is like, it's got like the glass floor that's over the river. Smoked a lot of pot there when I was a kid. <laughs> I don't do that anymore, but still, I had a lot of good times in that library. And they redid that library. They tore that Probably library since. down and they've rebuilt it like two or three years ago. I haven't been in Yeah, so it's not the same from no. when I was a kid. No. Well, and it's interesting. Who was it? An industrialist. Can't remember. I, off the top of my head, I can't remember his name. Worldwide industrialist. I mean, big from like the 20s and 30s. Your mom? <laughs> Tesla? He wasn't the oil embar- I wasn't uh, the oil guy. Shit, I don't remember. Rockefeller? No, oh, God, no. That's so close, though. It's not Rockefeller, though. Rock- Rockefe- Penny's. Rockefeller was an asshole. You know who else but is he, an uh, asshole? Oh, okay. Hey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The, uh, anyway, this industrialist, he wanted to build libraries across the United States. Mm-hmm. And there's several around here still. There's the building down in Auburn, which is now a dance studio, basically down in the heart of downtown Auburn. There's uh, one in, up near UW. The buildings are all the same. The buildings are all the same. And Renton had one. And they were all given to these cities. They were granted to these cities. And they're free buildings. And they were filled with books hey, that's for cool. the community. Great. books. Uh, Renton decided we're going to build a park and put a, a tennis court there. So that's what they did. Oh, and they then they said, down. yeah, well, they said, well, shit, now we, we need some land for a library that we need to build. Where are we going to do it? Let's build it over a river where there is no land. Yeah. But they tore down a building so they could spend money to make a building they already had books in. They could have did a park around the water. But honestly, there's, I mean, I know there's a couple in Eastern Washington that are still being used as libraries. Yeah. But uh, I mean, all the ones on this side of the hill that I know of 
There's yeah, something, there's else, something else now, yeah, because they're relatively small for the community anymore, for sure. Anyway, <laughs> continuing on, this is going to be the longest podcast ever. Editing, editing, editing. <sighs> Kitty Junk out of Seattle tells This Week at Seattle Rock that Surfing KJA is our June single off our second album, Junk Punk. The Junk Punk summer anthem is in conjunction with Pride Month, solidifying that we are queer and we are here. Out of Seattle, this is Kitty Junk and their single released June 23rd. This is Surfing KJA. Out of Seattle, that again was Kitty Junk and their song Surfing KJA, single that they released June 23rd of this year. Kitty Junk also relate to This Week in Seattle Rock. Surfing KJA brings back the surfy rock vibes we all know and love without the misogynist edge. You can be gay, queer, trans, or straight as a surfboard. <laughs> ah. leave the hate at home and bring more booze to the beach let's do this <laughs> kitty junk plans to release a single every month until october until the official album drop of junk punk kitty junk is so incredibly active in the live seattle area scene i could spend half the podcast telling you the dates they're working <laughs> working hard your best bet will be to check out Kitty Junk on Facebook and you will find a rapidly upcoming show or two, maybe in the same weekend. Friday, Saturdays, man, and sometimes yep. Sundays. They are just... They work hard for the money. Oh, man, they are just out there doing all the hard work, putting in time, that's for sure. So right now, we're going to ask Justin. Uh-oh. Buddy has recently grabbed his attention in a segment we're calling... Earworms, 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 Justin's earworms. <laughs> oh my god! Hi, it's not music this week at all. All right, um, Marcy and I are completely stuck on Stranger Things. I know everyone's all in arms about the fourth season, but Marcy and I had never seen it at all. <laughs> so we started it, and we're we started it Wednesday this week. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And we're on season three. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow, dude, that's a lot of viewing. No, it is a lot of viewing. It's like every night that we can. Wow. Catch it. Honestly, there's a lot of good music in it. There is. So, Great soundtrack stuff. I love that aspect of it, and it's it's just the culture of like the '80s and stuff, and. I have a lot of family from Indiana, and I love that, oh, too. It's like, there you go. So <laughs> I was like, wow, this really kind of looks like, you know, Indiana, because I was there recently. I was like, it really kind of looks like Indiana. And then I looked up where it was filmed, and it was all done in Georgia or New Mexico or <laughs> anywhere but Indiana. <laughs> there you go. But I love the show. It's, it's great. Marcy's having a lot of fun watching it, too. What's me. the draw for you, mostly? I mean, you mentioned the music. I know that's probably not the draw. Spooky, dark, Spook- ghosty. Fun, spooky stuff with kids. Yeah. Well, I, they don't have to be kids, but... Well, I know, but I mean, that's what the show... I mean, that's, yeah, that's I mean, if, chaos, they, if they yeah. were adults in area experiencing this, it probably wouldn't be it as wouldn't fun be as a show. It's the strange things that I like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so funny. The stranger thing that you're watching it with? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't talk about my cat like that. <laughs> I watched the first season and it was interesting and it was kind of cool and the kids do a really good job. I got, I got, are they still kids? I think they're all around 18 now. I'm sure they're pretty darn close. Yeah. If they're not. 
Yeah, I just never really got back into it again after the first season. Um, and I don't know. Sorry, the I one girl, eleven. Yes, Jane. Jade. Jane. Jane. Now in our season that we're watching, she got a new name. Okay? Her actual name, whatever. But she put out a song last week on YouTube. Really? Like you didn't she's tell a me singer. This. I watched it. I don't know how it's allowed on YouTube. Why so? There's breasticles in it, and there's people doing things with fingers on certain parts of people's body. Like picking their nose and ears and stuff? I wouldn't say the nose. <laughs> the lower nose, I guess. I'm just now hearing about this. Belly button? Yeah, I didn't find it very interesting. <laughs> I mean, her voice is cool or whatever, but the it's just... Uh, the subject Very was... porny, yeah. Really? Yeah, that's it was, it was different. We just sent a bunch of our listeners to YouTube, and now we're done. Yeah. No, well, it's not my fault if you look it up. I'm sure it has like over 18 or whatever on it. I'm sure, but right. still, because it's music genre, they can get away with a lot more. Just but like that YouTube, WAP though, song, right? you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and she is fairly famous. So that's interesting. It was just not not what, what you expected, expected for sure, right? Yeah. When you're especially, Gee, when, I hope she is over eighteen then. Well, well, she is when she put it out. But I'm watching the show currently, and she's not now. fifteen, and it's like uh, that's not nope nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't find this okay. That's interesting. Weird. Yeah. Uh, it is a little weird. I probably won't look it up. I'm good. Yeah, it's <laughs> not really worth it. Not to me. Marcy's like, you watch this without telling me? No, I'm just like, we've been watching this show and you didn't even mention that? Well, it really didn't stick in my head until this moment. So, guys, we're talking. My bad. Let me go back to <laughs> chugging a cold one. <laughs> it's, it's just Coke Zero. So they're like in their fourth season? Fourth season. Currently. And then I believe the fourth season is split in two from mine and Marie's conversation last night. <laughs> Figuring that out. Yeah, but we're not there yet. We're, we just started season three probably um, about 20 minutes morning. before you got, oh God. got here. <laughs> so. That's why you told me to come so late. We have episodes to no, watch. I wanted it. to sleep in, <laughs> yeah, but I didn't. Yeah. Oh, you didn't? It's all about sleep Sorry. on Sundays. Yeah, right. I believe that. Rest and repair. Yeah, there you go. R&R. Well, thank you, Justin. Of course. That's a fun earworm. Stranger Things. It's great. It's strange. Sure. Things. Demogorgons <laughs> are bad. Well, we continue on to the fourth song of the podcast. Engaging, edgy, erratic, irreverent, wild, vibrant, fun. There's certainly no shortage of adjectives to describe a void and their quest to fuel that feeling of being a part of something. This is a void out of Seattle with a song from their three-song single, My World. Off their three-song single, that was a void out of Seattle with the titled song, My World, released June 24th. Evoking a nostalgia for the kind of music that seeps into your soul. Seattle Five Piece Avoid channels the musical legacy synonymous with their hometown while blissfully genre hopping to create something entirely new. Good times with a message of inclusivity with a drive to bring passion, innovation, and provocation back to heavy music and pull into the community all around it. Avoid crackle with the energy of a young act ready to take the world by storm. With new tracks setting the tone for a new era for the band, Avoid are ready to spread their brand of infectious hedonism that injects some magic into the mundane. Bringing twists to their art, the media, and methods of the 90s and aughts into the modern day, this is something new that we all have been craving. So you can go catch Avoid with Seattle's Dead Lakes and Yuma, Arizona's Sam Sarah on select dates, then hitting the road again in support of Richmond, Virginia's Bad Omens. 
If you're in Washington, Oregon, California, Arizona, Nevada, Michigan, Illinois, Ohio, or Colorado, you can go to avoidkicksass.org for your tickets. That's avoidkicksass.org. If you live anywhere else, eat it. Eat a dick. (laughs) Big old pile of them. By that, we mean the hamburgers. Avoid is constantly moving. They are on the move. They are constantly touring. That's cool. It is. It is pretty good. It's good Sounds for like them. Sounds like fun. Uh, yeah. They're doing what they do, and they're obviously in demand, which is great. Good on you guys. Yeah, way to go, guys. It's, it's a young man's... You're making it happen. It's a young man's journey. I know I couldn't do it. Yeah. Nor do I have the tools to be able to do it. Thank you very much. I have one tool. Is that an ant on the window? No, that's his that's tool. A, that's my tool. His <laughs> oh, my is, bad. His name is Marty. His last oh, so name... he's a fly? Yes. <laughs> If you need a Spotify playlist and want to discover new music from local rock artists, This Week in Seattle Rock has you covered with our Everything Spotify playlist. Everything. Go to Spotify and search playlists for This Week in Seattle Rock. Everything. Everything. This playlist is comprised of everything, everything. we've played on This Week in Seattle Rock. At this point, it's 845 songs and over 55 hours of music, including the rock you hear on this episode. It's just another way to discover new local rock and an opportunity to support your local rock artists. Everything. There you go. I know when I kind of promoted that a little bit on Facebook, had some friends went, oh, hey, I'll give a listen. And they shot back good info with, hey, man, I've never heard this band. This band's cool. Blah, 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 blah. That's always nice to hear. That's I only listen to two playlists on Spotify, and that's yeah. one of them. The other one you made for me. Aww. Yeah. The release date of this next song was a poignant day in America's history. And as a result of decisions made for women on that day, the choice was made that all proceeds from Smokey Bright's single Ocean Shores will benefit pro-choice America. Out of Seattle, this is Smokey Bright's with their latest single released June 24th. It is Ocean Shores. <laughs> That was Ocean Shores by Seattle's Smokey Brights, a single that they release June 24th. Go, oh, dang it. Who Visitors, come in. I wrote Ocean Shores in the depths of my pandemic depression. Ryan and I, my husband and band leader, we decamped to Washington's coastal town, Ocean Shores, for a change of scenery. We took some psychedelic mushrooms amongst the area's beautiful but definitely lonely beaches Um, and while we were sitting in the bleach-filled hot tub of our bungalow that we'd rented that weekend we went through an unanticipated discussion of the profound sadness we were both feeling and losing the lives we'd worked so hard to build um, before COVID struck the experience ended up being exactly what our brains needed to free themselves from the depths. And Ocean Shores is the story of that psychedelic trip and the importance of talking it out. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for including us. Well, thank you, Kim. That's Kim West, songwriter, keyboardist, and vocalist. And we want to thank you for the great song background. Thanks for Info. stopping by. Yeah, that was fun. If you want to boogie woof your summer buns with Smoky Brights, you can catch them on the road. Portland, Cottage Grove, Reno, San Francisco, Santa Cruz, L.A., and finishing up at the Alma Mater in Tacoma. Cool. Hit the road, Jack. I'm always glad to see the local bands hit the road out of state and uh, go find new fans. Yeah, that's great. 
Sounds like a mushroom trip. And mushroom <laughs> Sounds like fun. Hopefully they do that after they've driven, not before they drive. Anyways, I'm, oh, sure, yeah. I'm sure they're pretty responsible. As long as you're like 20 minutes out, you're fine. <laughs> so who did we play on this episode? Well, we played Tin Foil Top Hat and their song Rubble Man, which was a debut on This Week in Seattle Rock. Then we played In Extremis from Bellevue's Queensryche. We then jumped over to Kitty Junk and we played Surfing KJA. Then we played My World from Avoid. And we finished everything up with Smoky Brights and their newest single, Ocean Shores. <laughs> we want to thank you for listening. We will always encourage you to get out and find the fun in supporting your local rock scene. We want you to make it yours. Discover new artists and bands, and don't be afraid to make new friends out there. Seattle has the best network of rock fans and rock artists, and that equates to a true loving community that fully supports each other. Once you make the effort to experience your rock scene, you will be hooked. Please remember to subscribe to This Week in Seattle Rock wherever you get your podcasts to stay updated for new episodes. And for my co-host, Marcy Rocks. Thank you. And Just Insider. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. I'm your host, Christopher Walken. Keep rocking.